Emily, good afternoon. The defendant walked out of court just a short time ago, accompanied by her attorney. Her attorney says they were aware of the ongoing federal investigation, so they suspected this day was coming. As for the defendant, she's 51 years old. Her name is Dina Martin of Milton. She's seen here with her defense attorney. She was released after posting bond. She's charged with one count of conspiring to distribute more than 100 kilograms of marijuana relating to what the feds call a black market marijuana sales and distribution business called Northern Herb. According to court documents, between 2015 and August of last year, the business collected approximately $15 million in revenue. But they say Martin did not pay sales or employee taxes, nor did she have a license to distribute medical marijuana. In fact, federal prosecutors say it was essentially a recreational marijuana retail and distribution business. Here's her attorney speaking just after court. This was an initial appearance, so an entry of a plea was not made today. However, when formal charges, uh, presumably in the form of an indictment, come down, uh, my client will be pleading not guilty. If convicted, Martin faces a mandatory minimum sentence of five years and a maximum sentence of 40 years in federal prison and a fine of up to $5 million. Reporting live in South Boston, Todd Keskevich, WCVB News Center. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Canvas Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Canvas Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to hit, hit up our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a patron and support us. We plan on doing big things with our humble little projects such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. You can do that by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. Again, that's www.anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. Like I had mentioned previously, um, I've been a medical marijuana patient for the past two years in, in, in legal Massachusetts. And um, two years ago, Massachusetts only had about a dozen um, medical cannabis dispensaries. And during that time, two years ago, when I first became a patient, I had been working I had been working a nine to five job, um, a typical nine to five job, and you know I didn't really have work from home privileges. So in that time when there were only a dozen dispensaries, many of these dispensaries would close at at five five thirty six six thirty. So I would get home from work, have to fight rush hour traffic, and then try to re up on my medicine, you know, 
in in the 20 minutes they they had before they were closing like i was in this scenario a lot of the time and it would put me it put me in really tough spot you know during that short period of time um i had to either take a work from home day or i had to sort of do without my med medicine and and have my my uh my ailments or have the very thing i got the card from for flare up in that period of time and that would be unacceptable for any other medical condition could you imagine you know um if you had diabetes and you know cvs was only open from typical business hours of nine to five and your your boss won't let you you know leave early unless you take a, a paid time off or or whatever or lose or lose paid time off hours to pick up that prescription you imagine how much of an outrage that would be and you imagine how much hell people would raise if if there were regulations like that and you know you couldn't pick up your insulin as as easily as you needed to you know people would get hurt and die if that were to happen and people would raise a stink out of it and rightfully so and that was the position I was in as a medical patient in 2017 in the state. And and D, and what Dina did, you know, in having in 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 running Northern Herb and running this delivery cannabis service, I wasn't just getting cannabis to to the party and 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 and, and enjoy myself with friends or go to concerts. I was using it. I was buying it. I was using Northern Herb because the the 12 dispensaries at that time weren't meeting my needs they weren't getting me the dose of edibles i needed you know a, a, you know my typical dose is about 20 30 milligrams and to get like a 60 milligram edible some dispensaries that's 30 dollars i can't afford that that isn't sustainable for me that that if i were to buy that 60 milligram edible that'd be enough for me for two days so a two so you expect me to spend $15 a day times 30 days or 31 days in a month? That's that's very expensive. That's untenable. I can't afford that. You know, that's how bad that's how bad the medical market can be and still is to a certain degree in the state, you know? And and these 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 underground these quote-unquote black market um dealers were, were meeting a, a unfulfilled need they weren't the dispensaries at that time two years ago didn't they weren't open at convenient hours for me um the their their edible pricing left a lot to be desired and and it just wasn't convenient for a working man like myself and I use Northern Herb to 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 get my medicine when I couldn't I couldn't hit up a dispensary or I had work or I was too busy to, because the dispensaries are, are were open at that time at normal hours. Two years later, now that we have fifty, you know, there the hours have gone a lot better with dispensaries, and I'm not I wouldn't be in that same situation anymore. But if if we were still in that situation where we only had a dozen and not all the counties in the state had them, then I mean I would I would still be using Northern Herb to this day if 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 that were, if I was in the same situation I was two years ago, with with access with you know the dispensaries not being open at the hours I need them to be open or them just or, or the edibles being too expensive for me to be practical. Northern Herb I would get a I would get I would spend maybe. 
$30 in edibles that would last me a week. You know, that would be my appropriate dose for a week, even more. I wasn't spending a whole lot of money doing that. I was spending, if I wanted a, a, a 30 or 40 milligram edible, I can get that for 5 or 10 bucks at, at Northern Herb. Where that same edible would cost me thirty, forty, fifty dollars in, in in a legal dispensary even now, and Dina Martin was an MVP. She was providing, she was meeting an unmet need that these dispensaries and these legal channels were failing to meet. You know, we voted on adult use two years ago in two thousand and sixteen, and it took until late twenty eighteen for the first adult use dispensaries to open. You know. This was a legal thing for people to do for the past two years, and people didn't have a place where they can get it. Northern Herb was meeting that that demand. They were, you know, they were providing people pretty safe and accessible cannabis for, you know, competitive prices, and their edible prices were amazing. They were providing edibles way way more competitively priced to any dispensary, even to this day two years later. You know, it's unfortunate that, you know, that, I mean, I would wager to guess that these, these adult use dispensaries, you were trying to put a kibosh on this months ago and wanted to crack down because on, 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 on what Martin was doing, because they would lose her, they would, she would lose them business by com continuing to sell when the dispensaries are selling their overpriced stuff you know and I mean I just wanted to be known that Dina is a, is a trooper she was a trooper for all of us for all of us not getting our needs met in the adult use market or those of us medical patients not getting our needs met she provided a good and useful service and those products were great and the northern herb drivers the delivery people were always very nice they were always very helpful even if they were late they gave you a heads up you know and they would and I've had I've had instances where the drivers would meet me at my place of work. You know, they would they would do the the delivery right then and there. You know, and they were just that accommodating. And you don't get that level of service with these dispensaries. You know, when the free when when the legal market doesn't meet the need, the black or the original market will step up and meet that need. We will not forget pioneers like Dina Martin. You know, if if she has a crowd, if she has like a GoFundMe or wh whatever for legal costs, I would love to donate to that. I really would. And if I hear of it, I mean, please, please let Mr. Sativa know. Please email him. You know where to contact me. You know my socials. Please contact me so we can donate. Because what she did was provide a good service. And she her contributions to this legal movement must never be forgotten. And as always, stay medicated, my friends.